Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available Wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to leave a rating or a review if you're listening to us on a podcast app. Also, if you're on the YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button, a little notify bell next to it. And then I read on Twitter that now you have to go in and like figure out how to get all your notifications. Oh, yeah, they changed all that. I think they changed it again. I feel like it was a couple months ago we were talking yeah, about them yeah, changing yeah, yeah. it now again. There's like highlights and something right? else. Just look, man, if you hit subscribe, it probably means that person is interested in finding out when new stuff is happening. Yeah, so just give it to them. One button, and then your email, whatever email you're signed up for, how about your, it just goes there. Notifications are sent, new content is uploaded, people get to enjoy it. And then it doesn't seem like it should be this difficult, And does then it? if you want to filter out certain things, like, oh, just give me once a week, give me the best stuff, the most liked stuff, then you can go in and yeah, start dicking with that. Don't make that the default. Right. What? It's not that difficult. <laughs> anyway, you slow. You gotta have some passion. <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I, I actually only do it so that you can do it because it's hilarious. Can you do something for me real quick? Can you say? I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say, where are we? Where are we? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what it was. What is this? What is this place? It's Atlantis. <laughs> In joke, no one else is gonna get. Atlantis. Sorry. Anyways, we're also on Patreon. That'll pick me up. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have 52 fantastic friendos watching right now. Um, and uh, you can be one of those friendos because we have our uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday uh, recap podcast up as live streams first. Yep. Um, so you guys can check them out early before anybody else. You can interact with us. We'll often need sometimes elected like their um, fact checkers for us. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what was that wrestler who uh, body slammed uh, Andre the Giant and gave him a big leg drop? Who was that again? The guy who was like champion for a long time with the blonde hair and then said some really bad oh, things. Oh, Sid. Oh, that's oh. right. It was Sid. Oh, no. Uh, let's see here. John Roberts says that it's Hulk Hogan. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Anyways, that's what chat's good for. Um, Alex C says, I love how despite Larson's jar being bad last week, he's still drinking from it this week. Here's the thing. I have multiple jars. This, I only I don't have one mason jar. I right. Have. I have a lot of them. Why does this one smell like uh, cinnamon, cinnamon as well, though? I don't know. No, it's probably the same one, or it could just be the lid. Somebody's messing with you, man. Is the lid extra potent? Yeah, it smells really strong like cloves. Oh, oh man. Yeah, it must be the lid. Because, you know, they got this, this gasket, this ring here to keep the seal tight. Sure. And maybe it's porous. And so yeah. scent, you know, absorbs into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, that could be. I don't know, man. we got to find a scientist to help us out with that. Anyways, good stuff. We're also at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. Neither of us are wearing uh, shirts from that particular thing. Here's, I think this graphic I got might. got Seth Rollins shirt on That's today. a great shirt. It is. Look at that little graphic up there. I can't control, like, bringing it down. Can I expand? Computer. Expand. Can't, can't work. Anyways. 
because I've been dicking around with the setting. I dick around too much on OBS. You do, you do dick around things a lot. I'm trying to create the perfect podcast here at Going In Raw Larson, and one day I'll achieve perfection. You got a ways to go. One day I'll achieve perfection. Perfection is not possible. Oh, contraire, my friend. No. I had a. I had a Burger King breakfast croissant which one time. Right, you need to stop. You that was the you go down this 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 the epitome line of talk anymore. The epitome. Once you bring up the words perfection of Burger King in the same sentence, I know you're talking BS. Atlantis. Don't overdo it, man. I'm gonna kill that joke. It was great. Though. No, don't kill it. Okay. Anyways, um, let's talk a little bit about Raw. That's what we're here for. It's a fun show. No, I love it. I thought it was, it was enjoyable. It actually, uh, whether it was circumstance or plans, took some detours, uh, offered us uh, uh, kind of fresh starts on characters, specifically Seth Rollins. Yeah, man. All those tag team partners are getting hurt. So now we get singles competitor Seth Rollins back, and he's got a fire in his belly. He wants pants. to be top guy. Well, so we talked about this yesterday during our Raw preview. Yeah, what is Seth Rollins going to do? What is he going to do? And then we started, what did we say? We said something like him versus Elias. Yeah. Him versus Finn, maybe, which, look at the end of Raw. They're certainly, I mean, they're not teasing that, but, you know, it was a way to get them both in the chamber, which is Mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. I'm very on board this Seth Rollins the singles guy. Are they going to add an extra pod to the chamber? Are they going to start the match with three three people? I would think the latter. I would think they're going to start it with three people. Like, why was Miz so bent out of shape about being in the match, number one? Because it's not like there's one guy in there taking bumps by himself for three minutes until the second guy come in. Half the field now is going to be in there with you to start off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is going to be an issue. Well, you know, you always want to be last. No, I get that. The further, if you're, the further if you're back one, you are. Guess who else is in the ring with you at number one? Number two. Yeah, totally. It doesn't really matter. Wait, which one? Wait, that's a really good point. What did John Cena, what was the, the stipulations of that match that they had? It's just if whoever lost be the first person in the chamber. Okay, but then the other guy just gets the random selection. Yeah. That, okay, all yeah. right. Because I was like, if Cena said, whoever loses gets me number one, and the other guy gets me number two. It's like, okay, that's just two number ones. Yeah, no. That's why when he was upset about it, I was like, it really doesn't matter that much because you're going to be in there with somebody else. Yeah, that's Who's going to be in that match, in theory, as long as you are, potentially. Yeah. But then you're just one out of two guys. How many are going to be in it now? Six? Seven. Seven. I'll right, seven. I'm not yeah. saying it's an advantageous position to have, but yeah. if you pulled number two, that's not it's not any better. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Totally. Um, and then, of course, we had the amazing Braun Strowman, who is... Oh, man, he can do no wrong. He took a segment that in, in, in other people's hands might have been corny. He made it spectacular. Well, because it's Braun. Exactly. Because he doesn't really do corn. This is... this is. He managed to sing. It he, still sounds intimidating. No, he didn't manage to sing. Sorry, he actually has a really good voice. He has a really good voice. He dropped his kayfabe voice after he sang for a bit, though, too. No, he did. It was awesome. And I, I, will, I, I guarantee you that that might have been a bit of him just not... Getting back into character. Oh, I think it was just him, be, you know, existing and having fun in the moment. In the moment, but that's a voice we're going to hear a lot of because I will guarantee, just like Cena had his whole rap thing, and then eventually he just turned into what we know of as John Cena right mm-hmm. now. Braun is going to. He is. He and last night was the biggest piece of this that we've seen so far. But last week we saw it also, kind of. When he sort of took what we feel was more of the house show approach to the uh, end of that match, crowd, uh, played up to that crowd, he smiled a little bit, yeah. and then this week they had him on a double bass, yeah, and singing, and then a little bit out of his kayfabe voice, yeah, and these are the things that you do <clears throat> to start experimenting with. Is this guy our face of the company? Because it damn sure feels like he's gonna be. Oh my god, the crowd was eating it up. As long as they keep that monster's edge to him mm-hmm. and then have him demonstrate a bit more personality week after yeah. week, yeah. that dude, that's the recipe for like a Stone Cold he, type he thing. Can, he can still be a face, mm-hmm. but he just has to keep destroying things. Right, exactly. to keep the destruction in place, yeah. he's fine. Yeah. And nobody can boss him around. He destroys everything, but everybody loves him. He doles him. out power slams just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. He he, lo- he has there, there's a lot of joy with him. That's kind of the thing. I'm not going to go to the Roman thing, but like there's not a lot of joy with Roman Reigns. You yeah, know what I mean? Not. Even so, when he has to smile, it seems like it's uncomfortable for him. Right, exactly. And he has he has his own place where he exists in. 
that I think can still be successful. But Braun Strowman is just getting there so organically and mm-hmm. so perfectly mm-hmm. every step of the way, mm-hmm. and he kills every opportunity he has. Both last he, night, both he and Elias, every opportunity they hit home runs. Yeah, absolutely. Every time. It's absolutely insane. Um, so, anyways, I did this. I did this on the Patreon last night for all the, all the patrons from a dollar and up. I put out a poll. I'm going to start doing this a poll. Good idea. I gave people three options for to see where they were on last night's Raw, see if they're on the same page with us. I said. Tonight's Raw was A, real, B, a bowl of crap, or C, somewhere in the middle. And zero people voted for a bowl of crap. Well, good. 81 voted for And then 85 people, somewhat more, voted for somewhere, somewhere in the in middle. Between. Yeah. So uh, a good show last night, according to... According to us and our friendos yeah. out there in the Patreon universe. Yeah, let's start with the top, though. John Cena, he was advertised to start the show, and so he did. Yeah. Came out, dropped a promo, talking about how he doesn't have a clear path to mania. He doesn't win Elimination Chamber. That, Come on, the, John. The, 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 the lack of credibility he suffers Come from on, saying John. that is ridiculous. We know better. You know better. You know that we know better. Yeah. I mean, give me You're John Cena. If you say, I want a spot at mania, you get it. Not, not just that. You're John Cena. You say, if I want to be in the main event, you're going to get that. Yes. The only thing you might not get in is against Brock Lesnar because Vince is intent on doing the Roman Reigns yes. thing. But otherwise, you could pretty much say what you want to do you at WrestleMania. name your terms, John, and we know that. Exactly. So to try to fool us. But you have to kind of appreciate that he's trying to say that there's stakes involved with him. No, I don't appreciate it. I mean, it, like if he says the only way I'm going to get a, a title shot at Mania, cool. But to go on and say my road to WrestleMania might end if I don't win Elimination Chamber, yeah. that's hogwash. That is hogwash. That's absolute BS, that's John. Bull hockey. We know better, John. Um, anyways, he says all this stuff. Yeah. Miz comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and eventually Cena challenges Miz to a match with the loser, uh, being the first entrant to the elimination chamber. Yeah. And at first Miz says, nah, I'm good. He says, why would I take that risk? And then, uh, Miz Taraj attacks Cena. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like their, are they just picking up on Miz's nonverbal cues now? Yeah, it seems like it. Because, like, why... <laughs> Like, if Miz didn't want that to happen, would he have been like, whoa, hold on a second. No, yeah, no. This guys jumped the gun. I know. They're simpatico, man. Very much so. On the same page. Like, literally, Miz finished the sentence, and then they attacked Cena. Right? Um, and then now the Cena's laid out following, like, a double-team neckbreaker-type deal. Mm-hmm. And it says, challenge accepted. Yeah. Kurt Angle comes out. He says, get a ref down here now so we can do this. But then Kurt, Kurt, Angle, Kurt Angle comes, comes down. And he takes a long-winded approach to saying this match is happening. Right, I know. What the heck? I mean, I... I you could say, hey, you know what? He's trying to even the playing field a bit for Cena. Yeah, him. give him some time to recuperate. Yeah, yes. exactly. But uh, nonetheless, it seemed superfluous. Yeah, I'm starting to think that when the crowd chants, you suck to Kurt Angle, they're kind of believing it now. I love Kurt Angle. I do, but he's he's written so poorly as yeah, GM. I know. I know. He's like the most inept GM there is, man. It's not good. So uh, we get, I think, a commercial break. We come back. Miz goes for the pin immediately. Smart move. Mm-hmm. Cena, now that he had enough time to recover, kicks out at two. Of course he does. Decent match. I give this match a ton of time. This was a really good match. It was. There was a bunch of really good matches on this. There was actually a bunch of really good matches yeah. on the show. All in all, it was a really good show. <clears throat> yeah. Um, of course, Miz uh, kicked out of an AA. Cena kicked out of a skull-crushing finale. Hey, that's kind, that's, kind of, that's kind of not an of course with Miz these days. Yeah. Now it is, and that's awesome. That's really, really cool. Because yeah. it now it, now it's the thing where well, we're on the road to WrestleMania if Cena wants to beat the big-time opponents, yes, like Finn Balor. He has to get the second rope to put him away. It's got to be a second rope, double-A. Which is what he did. Yeah. Um, A-A, double-A. Miz whatever. is on the top rope, seemingly go for like some <laughs> sort of super skull-crushing finale. Because, yeah, he hit that, and, you know, Cena yeah. kicked out of that, so then he has to take it up. The next level, literally. Gravity. Um, Cena reverses that into a top rope A-A. He wins. Miz is in the elimination chamber match. First, along with whoever is number two. Numero uno is Miz. They'll probably put him in there with Braun first, because that was, that's, be. that's a great story right there. Yeah, I'm trying you know? to think. Well, I mean, if it's either, it'd be funny if it was Cena. Cena came in. Yeah, too. I know, right? It was all for not Cena. All for nothing, John. All for nothing, John. Next up, we got a <laughs> Woken Matt Hardy promo, where he talked about, he was thinking of redubbing the Elimination Chamber. The, the Deletion Chamber. The Deletion Chamber. So, that was cute. Um, I still look, man. Just call me when they're doing the pre-film stuff. Exactly. Too. Next. Next, the club promo where they were uh, working the nerd-o-meter into their promo. Exactly. A bunch of the 
words showed up on screen. The opposite, the opposite of what they should be doing in the club. You know, they need to be doing that. Gallows uh, put that freaking makeup he used to, the mm-hmm. face paint he used to wear. Carl Anderson on his vest on the back had a Balor Club logo on it. Oh, yeah. Vest. Okay. But it was, you know, you couldn't really see it unless you were really paying attention. Okay. Well, that's cool. Well, they are Balor Club. I know. They should know. be rebranded as such, too. Oh, okay. So you're saying that's a good thing. And yeah, you yeah, want yeah. Head to toe. yeah. You get Balor rid of the, the club logo. <coughs> all Balor Club. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. They can keep their own theme when they come out as a tag team. But if they come out with Balor, they should all come out to Balor's theme. I agree with that as well. I mean, yeah. a sense of unity between everybody. And yeah, right now, it's kind of lacking. I like cohesive fashion. Yeah, me too. Yeah, all thematic. I mean, if they're if they're not cohesive, they seem immediately splintered and drop. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this nerds thing. I think I want them to drop it. I think I just hate the nerdometer in general. Yeah. But if they want to call people nerds, that's fine. Yeah. There's a long-standing tradition of bullies calling people nerds. I'm fine with that. Uh, let's see here. Next up, we had a really good match: Club versus Revival. Yeah. And hey, oh, Revival confirmed not buried. They yeah. got a win. Yeah, they were never buried. With the Shatter Machine. Yeah. Before the match, uh, Club's walking down the ring. Revival attack. Um, dish out a chop block to Luke Gallows, injuring his knee. Towards the finish, we saw another one, mm-hmm. another chop block to Gallows' knee. Mm-hmm. He eventually, no, Anderson ate the shatter machine. Got pinned by uh, Scott Dawson. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, fun match. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, next up, we had oh, Kurt Angle came down and he announced several things. Number one, Ronda Rousey will be signing her WWE contract. Her kayfabe contract at Elimination Chamber, like the fakey one. Yeah. Um, Maybe it'll be the real one. I mean, Triple H said in the conference call that the deal wasn't exactly done yet. Oh, wow. Well, I hope her lawyers are there. Like, if it's just Ronda, that's a bad idea. I'm sure it's all agreed to before kayfabe or otherwise. Oh, okay. On that page will be agreed to before. <laughs> all right. But, yeah, she showed up at Elimination Chamber to, to put ink to paper to uh-huh. sign her deal. Yep. Crowd gave, gave some booze on A little that. bit. A little bit of booze. They, I hope they don't. Man, I don't know how they're going to do this. That's, I feel like there's all the more reason to do a mixed tag match for her first match. Oh, there's a million and one reasons why that needs to happen and not a singles match. I can't believe they put her in a singles match at Manny to kick off her career. That would be a terrible idea. Uh, let's see here. Also oh, yeah. Jason Jordan was out for WrestleMania due to his neck injury, and that received uh, uh, some cheers from the crowd, which... A lot of cheers. Kurt, ooh, he was not happy about that. Well, okay, here's the thing. It really doesn't help his case. So, like, this is a legit injury. He's not going to make it for Mania, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah, Kurt, at, by all means, should say, hey, everybody, you know, this you is... Cheered. You shouldn't cheer this. Yes. But then he says, he's my son! Everybody knows that's just a story. Yeah. Whenever you try to mix story and real life, especially when it comes, it's just a bad idea. Like you want to chastise the crowd, you want to get on them for cheering a guy being injured. Absolutely, they nobody should be cheering that. But then you say, "Come on!" But one of their one of one of his selling points for people having sympathy is he's my son. No, he's not, man. He's not. Like we know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. It was a really stupid storyline. That has had brief moments of of success, but by and large has been an abject failure. It's been, I mean, there there was no reason to do it. No, and then I think he yeah, sputtered out the gate. It's given, it, look, it's given some stank to the Jason Jordan character yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Once they kind of found who the Jason Jordan character was, I think it worked really well. But as soon as that reveal was made... And for the two or so months that followed, yeah, man. yeah, it felt completely flat. And they and, were just and like people still. But here's the thing: like, found out how to do it properly. Yeah, but the thing is, they've just used it as a way to get Jason Jordan over in a way that I think eventually they wanted him to get over, and and it's worked for us too. But it's been completely unnecessary to him getting over. Like, they could have done a million different things to, oh, to they do the exact they, same they, thing. They with pulled them. the. They've used the nepotism aspect of things like Jason Jordan's getting handed opportunity because yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Kurt Angle's son yeah. whereas other wrestlers aren't. They yeah. use that in the storyline. Yeah, so. I know. And they have. And that's why I said there's been flashes of success. But by and large, people just aren't really into it. And on top of that, like the fact is they've gotten the response that they wanted from it by having the crowd boo him. So of course the crowd's gonna boo that he's injured. Yeah. But then when Kurt says he's my son it's just, it's, yeah, dude, we don't want to hear that stuff. Well, I did bother me. No, I'm just saying, like, it loses credibility with for Kurt. 
What is, I mean, what does he expect? People say, oh, yeah, you're right. He's your son. I'm going to stop booing now. Like, what, 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 is his, what is the purpose of saying it? He's my son, though. It was to try to, like, get the crowd to stop booing a guy getting injured. Well, I think that's not going to help I think things. most people would realize that if you go out, the crowd does something, for example, in this case, boo, and you tell them not to boo, they're just going to boo more. You're not going to stop the crowd from booing by tell, asking him not to boo. <laughs> I agree completely. But saying he's my son is not going to make things any no, better. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it is. Maybe him, yeah. I think him saying that's going to – maybe he was told or the writers know that's going to make the matters worse. Oh, no. There is not a chance that they were going to – they were saying, hey, we want them to keep on booing the crap out of him. No one is injured. I don't know about that. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But I don't. I would, that would be really weird if they were like, yeah, let's pile on him. Because if, if, if you really pile on and get the crowd booing, then when Seth comes out, they're ready to pop. Yeah. Especially when he comes, comes to the ring and says, I'm done being tag team Seth. I want to be single better yeah. Seth. That's yeah. what everybody wants from Seth Rollins. He comes out and drops a great promo yeah. full of passion and really fire good. and intensity, yeah. saying that he wants to be Monday Night Rollins again. He wants to be Monday Night Rollins, and people want to hear it. The crowd was super excited for it. Yeah. So maybe you, you, you build up the crowd to expect one thing, this, you know, get, getting upset, get, you know, booing all. Kurt Angle. You know those writers aren't that. Excited Man, you know the writers are not that savvy. They cannot play yeah, the crowd. Raw, like Raw's been pretty good lately. <laughs> Raw has been good. That's so, you're right, you're right. So that means that's, that's, that's <coughs> He's my son. That's how I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interpreting that whole segment. All right. You get the crowd booing a bunch of heat. Mm-hmm. Seth comes out. The crowd wants to cheer for something because they've been booing for so long. Yeah. Seth comes out. Tell people exactly what they want to hear. Solo Seth. Crab pops. He wants in on the match tonight. Kurt leaves it up to people. Massive cheers for Seth. Yeah, big cheers. At the end, it all works. All right. Well, I like that your jar is half full of cinnamon-flavored water. Well, this smells like it. Really oh, that's good. Like it. Oh, man. Um, it's more clothes today. <laughs> he's my son. Anyways, yeah, that's great. So everything you just said happened. Yeah. Seth. In on the phrase that why don't we turn that fatal four way into a fatal five way? And then you know, Kurt's like, I can't can't just give you the spot in elimination chamber. We already have this fatal four way, and Seth, you know, being the face, still says, I don't want it handed to me. I want to earn it. Yeah. So put me in the match, and then I'll win that. Go in elimination chamber, win that. Face Brock at Mania, win that. I know, Kurt. There should have been no hesitation there. You're the GM. You put him in the match. He's got freaking rolling. I know. He needs to be in the singles. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy that Jason Jordan's injured. Hey, let me ask you something. When Jason Jordan comes back, heel or face? Oh, heel. Yeah. He's still going to get heat. <laughs> I don't think that crowd's going to – I think they're going to crap on him still. And they got to play it up. Yeah. It's not like they got to run with it. It's not like he was finishing a match with a quad tear. No. Anyways. Um, next up, we had a Bray Wyatt promo. Did you pay attention to any of this? No. Neither did I. Nothing to pay attention to. He was, he was, oh, he was just talking about all the competitors in the match tonight, and he was kind of complaining that Seth Rollins was in it, and that was the extent of it, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I just zoned him out now. Yeah, dude. Especially after the main event, and he gets pinned by two people. It's not good. They have no designs for him whatsoever. They have none. Although, if we get some pre-film stuff, I'll be totally happy. I'll be fine. I'll be entertained. Yeah, I'll be entertained. But my expectations for Bray are so low right now in terms of him doing anything of consequence. <sighs> I know, man telling you. They need to give him Jordans and a snapback. Yep. Uh, next up, Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Fantastic match. match. Really yeah, this was stuff. really fun, man. This is really cool. Um, Bailey went over. Mm-hmm. Kind of figured this would be the case. Yeah. Bailey really needed. I mean, I know they're in her hometown, right? Yeah, San Jose. San Jose yeah. yeah. So usually, you know, you get a loss, but I really feel like Bailey's actually getting some really decent momentum yes. these days. And Sasha, too. Yeah. You know. Even in, in defeat, Sasha Oh, great. even in defeat, she looked great. Um... And if this is the, the catalyst for a heel turn. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I... Well, we saw after the match, Bailey uh, hits a second row Bailey to belly, pins Sasha. Uh, Bailey celebrates a bit. Sasha gets up. They're having, like, a face-to-face woman. You don't know if they're going to, you know, uh, uh, hug it out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... It's going to come to blows. We don't know because interrupted by Nia Jax. She storms the ring. Bailey pushes Sasha out of the way. Mm-hmm. Takes kind of the first shot. Even though Nia gets both of them. Right. Um, and then Nia proceeds to destroy both of them. Yeah. Does a post-match interview saying, you know, both the Bailey and Sasha uh, almost beat Asuka. And I, Nia Jax, just destroyed both of them. In seconds. In seconds. I'm going to be the one that beats Asuka. Yeah. 
Uh, no, it was good. I like that she had a smile on her face the whole time. Too. Yeah, I know. Like while she was destroying. I feel like Nia's uh, mic work's getting a little bit better. It is. It's crawling along, but it is every week. It's like a little, mm-hmm. bit, a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. She just needs like that confidence in her voice, you I know. know? What she had last night. And when she's like, when she doesn't have confidence in her voice, it comes off as a bit more nasally than I think it usually does, or it probably naturally does. But then last night, I didn't, I, there was no hint of nasally nope. there. So it was cool. Um, I'm good for her. Um, Anyways, were you going to make a point before I interrupted you? No. All right. No. But I don't know how they're going to pull out this Nia Jax. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Elimination Chamber is going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun show. There's going to be a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. This is, I don't want to jinx it. Is this what? Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. This is lining up to be a killer mania. It could be. Like, as long as the injuries stay pat where they are right now, yeah. my God, this is lining up to be really good. We're yeah. going to get a single Seth Rollins. Like, we're lining up to get, like, another Shield match, which would have been whatever, or Ambrose Rollins, anyway. It would have been Ambrose Rollins versus the bar for the upteenth time. Right, exactly. Man, I freaking love Seth Rollins yeah. as a singles guy. Yeah, so I was, like, super hype last night. Yeah, me too. Um, so we've got whatever's going on there. Finn Balor in his, uh, that was a little bit later, I guess. That was iPhone promo. His iPhone promo. I mean, the, dude, he's getting, he's inching closer and closer to Prince Devitt, you know, like running down people and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this is lining up to be a really good WrestleMania. Yeah. So if everything works out how I hope it does, it will be. But if we get stuck with Cena versus Undertaker, that's going to be a bummer. Yeah, but you know what? Because man? if that match happens, there's going to be a tri- trickle down effect. So, you know, we, we thought maybe we'll see Finn Cena. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, or if The Rock agrees to do the match with Ronda Rousey, that's going to affect what Braun does and what maybe Kurt does. Mm-hmm. So once we see how the, I think the, you know, we know the two main events, the two title matches, what they're going to be. The next two kind of upper mid-card or upper-card matches, once those settle into place, then after we'll see how that shakes everything else There's so much down the card. There's so much good talent right now, oh, like, yeah. in the company. And, like, you know, granted, there's still two months left, but... You know, the injury bug hasn't really caught on that much, mm-hmm. and I hope that they, you know, keep it that way. Mm-hmm. But, man, like the common, the possible combinations that we're looking at, like look at Finn, looking at maybe Seth, maybe Miz, maybe Cena. Maybe Cena. I mean, all those are great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the same can be said for, I mean, any combination of those guys. If Joe is back by Manny, mm-hmm. which I'm not sure is going to be the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. But that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of good stuff going on. For AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah, I'm saying, Are you, you take, kidding you me? Take the two title matches out of the equation. Just, just hey, you know what? I'll even say this about Roman versus Brock. I want to. I want to know what the match is. You know well, what me I mean? Too. And lately, in the last three months, Roman's been putting on. He's been putting. On, he's been week week putting on really good matches. And I want to finally see what this grand mm-hmm. experiment payoff is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm kind of over, like, you know, it's like, I know he's going to get the title. At this point, if anybody else comes away from Elimination Chamber with the, with the, number, one, with the number one contendership, it's going to be underwhelming. It's, it, dude, it needs to be Roman, and then you move on with it. Oh, it'll be underwhelming. It'll be, <clears> if Braun wins, it'll be a huge shock. I'd be happy. If Seth wins, I'd He's be probably the only one that I'd be like, okay, well, the thing is, we've seen Seth before. We've seen him with the title. And, granted, I want to see him, I want to see the title again. But, like, that's not a story that... We've been building to Roman this? to yeah, Roman Brock for so somehow, long. Somehow do a wonky finish elimination chamber and both Seth and Reigns wins win it. So we go all the way back to WrestleMania 31. Have it be a triple threat at Mania. Because here's the thing: the the bottom line is this. Eventually, we're going to get Roman versus Brock singles. That's like Vince always comes back around. You know, Vince sometimes like at WrestleMania 31, he's like, hey, "He's not ready. Let's throw Seth in there." You know, mm-hmm. like he'll just change his mind. He just needs to get us out of his system. And so I am fully on board with this right. Roman versus Brock. Let's um, just get it done with. In terms of the uh, uh, symmetry of storytelling, it'd be interesting if Seth somehow himself <coughs> back in that. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But I think I'm just so set on what like you are set. We've all decided this is going to happen. So, anyways, Robert Cohn said Roman got cheered big time last night. Um, who got cheered big Roman. time? Roman. That's cool. What did he do last night? Uh, he had a match against Sheamus that wasn't too bad. Oh, yeah, that was a good match. Um, after Sasha versus Bailey, we had a, a Seth and Roman Reigns segment backstage. Roman's talking to Seth about getting himself potentially in the Elimination Chamber match, saying that, just like at Royal Rumble, I'll eliminate you, Seth. Uh, yeah, that was, that was some cute little back and forth there. And then the bar step in the frame. Um, God, they're so nerdy in their they outfits. Are. Um, but uh, 
setup, I guess. I don't know if it was already uh, worked out. Roman between Roman and Shaman. Roman braces shamed Cesaro. He says, what's wrong with your mouth? Oh, yeah, you got hit by the shield. Actually, didn't that all start because of Jeff Hardy? Wasn't that a Jeff Hardy? No, 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 no never mind. Seamus kicked the tooth out of Jeff Hardy. Oh, mouth. that's right. That payback last year. Yeah, Cesaro was when he rammed his head onto yeah, the Was that against the shield? Dean, yeah. Oh, okay. No mercy. We were there for that, too. No mercy. I know, there's too many teeth going on, man. Too much teeth. I don't like it. Two spots I can think of. Anyways, Seamus, Roman, they have a match later on the night. Next, Titus Worldwide interview. Hey, did you notice Roman was... You're skipping over the greatest details. Seth and Roman, when uh, when the bar was talking crap to Seth, and Seth was like about to step up, and Roman was like holding him back, and he was silent talking. Oh yeah, I noticed. Like that. they were mic'd, but he was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." What too. are you, an extra in a freaking background Maybe movie scene? They don't, they don't. They tell him not to step over anybody's lines, man. <laughs> That's good. He's uh, taking initiative. Uh, next up, yeah, Titus Worldwide interview again. Mike, massive mic problems. Use the boom mic. Not just the microphone stick yeah, mic, okay? Yeah. Because I have no idea what, uh, what's her face? Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke was saying, as soon as Apollo Crews moves one inch away from the, the stick mic, he gets lost. Yeah. And he's not that great a promo guy anyway. He's not the best. But he needs all the sound in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he said, Apollo, she punctuated it by saying, Crews can't lose. And uh, he, uh, Apollo was running down everybody saying that uh, Bray can't digest him. Yeah. Something about Finn Balor's club or something like that. Yeah. Doesn't want to be in it. Uh, I don't know what it was. Some, was he sort of like Matt Hardy can't break me or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah, the break can't digest him. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Because that's just, you know, a little weird. Anyway. I mean, Bray is supposed to be the eater of worlds. No, I get that. But anyways, I don't know. It wasn't the strongest writing in the world. Oh, um, right. Next up, we had Alexa Bliss and Mickey James backstage. And Mickey James is basically saying, look, man, I know your game. You're a bad guy, and I'm mm-hmm. a good guy, and mm-hmm. I, you don't have good intentions. Uh, next up, we had uh, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose of Absolution versus Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. So weird seeing Paige out there just do nothing. I know. Um, in any event, uh, Mandy Rose got the win. On uh, Mickey James after her yes. finishing yeah, maneuver. Yeah, her finisher, then Absolution attacks Mickey after the match. Once again. And Alexa makes the save. Makes the save. So I don't know. Are they turning her face? I don't know. I feel like Alexa's just trying to forge some sort of alliance to, to, to benefit her in Elimination Chamber when she defends the title. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Next up, Elias. Oh, man. They get dude. They give him just the prime spots these they days. Really do. He's the best. He's got that crowd in the palm of his hand, and it's amazing. Um, and he sang the Elimination Chamber Blues this time, but then it was interrupted by uh, who was on the mic, JoJo. Yeah, yeah, saying, "Ladies and gentlemen, Braun." There's a long dramatic yeah, pause, yeah, yeah. and Lass is is, is yeah. looking at her like, "What the heck's going on?" That's my intro, mm-hmm. and then JoJo says, "Braun Strowman." Yeah. He walks out on stage. He's got a little stool and a microphone. Mic, says something and grabs his, his double bass. Mm-hmm. Picks it up as if it's nothing. Yeah. Starts to strum it and it breaks. Yeah. He shrugs it off and then in the most immaculate sort of bluegrass yeah, man. folk song oh, voice, just with gravel and weight and melody, yeah. it's beautiful. He sang a song to Elias. About getting these hands. <laughs> about getting these hands. It's honestly... Like, probably my favorite Raw segment of the in yes, early, early in this year. It was fantastic. So he walks down to the ring with double bass. Mm-hmm. They brawl. Elias tries to hit him with guitar, misses. He eats mm-hmm. a power slam. Elias rolls out of the ring and starts crawling up the ramp. Yeah. Braun gets an idea, grabs his bass, walks up the ramp, and then destroys the bass over Elias. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was absolutely great. Everybody loved it. And I'm it. sure that bass was gimmicked because those things are heavy. Yeah, but nonetheless, Braun was swinging that thing around like it was a toothpick. Well, he's a strong man, guy. He's a strong man. So right? I don't know. And, and the funny thing is, like, he seemed like he was having. He seemed like he was having an absolute blast. <coughs> yeah. Besides that, like, it didn't. He wasn't wielding the 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 double base with like the most perfect of ease. So I wonder if it wasn't gimmicked, and it was around two hundred pounds. Well, that would have destroyed. Elias. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's the other aspect of it. You hit someone with a 200-pound Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. 
They're going to be that's, hurt. Because that's going to be sturdy wood right yes. there. Yes. Okay, I see your point. Yeah, you're right. Totally gimmicked. Uh, still, it was amazing. It was, oh, it was fantastic. fantastic. They should have filled it with powder. Um, next up, we had uh, Finn Balor iPhone promo. And he ran everybody down, too. But there was some stank in it. There was some attitude, yeah. yeah. with that smile. He's like, eater of worlds. Get the out of Anyways, uh, next up we had Sheamus versus Roman Reigns. Fun match. Yeah, again, uh, Roman Reigns being booked to kick out of everybody's finisher. He did that here. I think he kicked out of like a bro kick. No, he didn't kick out of a bro kick. He avoided bro kick with the uh, Superman punch. He kicked oh. out of white noise. Okay, yeah. I don't think he ever had a bro kick. Okay. Well, in any event, he kicked out of a lot of things. Yeah, but he, uh, Sheamus went up to the top rope for some reason. I didn't like this, man. If Sheamus is dealing with freaking neck issues and head issues and stuff. Times. I know. This was, a, this was a really physical match. It was. And that's all I can think of now watching Sheamus wrestle is that I know he's hurt. Why didn't he fight Cesaro? I don't know. Man, I don't want to see that. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the the prognosis is. I for really Sheamus. like I know, if he rehabs his neck, if it can get better, or if it's just trying to, you know, push off the inevitable when he mm-hmm. has to retire because of his vital stenosis. Yeah. So I don't know how, if there's degrees of that condition. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, but you hear that Stone Cold and Edge had to retire because of it, and then Sting, and that's what he's afflicted with, too. I, and I don't like when you're jumping off the top rope and eating a spear. I know. Because that looks really bad for I know. you. You know? Anyway. But that's how Roman won. Yeah, that's how he won. It was a fun finish, though. It was a good finish. No, it was cool. It was great. Uh, next up. Uh, main event. The main event. The Fatal Five-Way. For the second chance at the Elimination yeah. Chamber. Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy versus Paulo Cruz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Tons of fun. Finn Balor got the final entrance, by the way. Yeah, he did. He got the last one. Everybody loves that. Um, really fun match. A lot of really good spots. There was a fun bit where uh, Bray does his thing where he leans over in the corner. Mm-hmm. And Matt Hardy just starts clapping and laughing at him saying, wonderful. <laughs> that was great. And the crowd was really getting into I it, know. too. That was great. And it seemed to fluster Bray. Yeah. There was a spot where uh, uh, Finn breaks up a pin, I believe, with uh, Coup de Grasse. Mm-hmm. And then Seth curb stomps him. Yeah, that was good. And then that was a really cool Matt sequence. Hardy breaks up the pin. Uh, it was Apollo Crews. Oh, Apollo Crews, yeah, that's right. By, speaking of Apollo Crews, I was rooting, actively rooting for him at the end. Yeah. I t- Look, and I knew that, I was like, you know what? Because I didn't figure they'd do like a double pin thing. Um, I'm glad that they did. I'm happy Seth and Finn are both in there because they're both big names and they should be in yeah. there. However, if you can only choose one guy, I would have rather kicked them out. That performance by Apollo Crews, especially over the past couple of weeks, oh, we, we've been noted this. Worked the last two weeks, last three weeks now. I was so bummed out that two of those moonsaults couldn't pin a guy. I know that really bummed me out. I was the like, standing ones? the standing moonsaults. Yeah, I was like, because that was his finisher at, at one point. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. What is he doing now for his finish? The powerbomb thing. Okay, okay, yeah. I was bummed out that two of those couldn't pin. I think it was Seth, who he was going, who was he was fighting against. Um. Because at the, by the end of that, I was like, oh, my God, I really want this to happen. But then they did a really creative finish where both Seth and Finn ended up uh, pinning Bray after a double-team powerbomb. Yeah. Um, and so then they were – it was totally an old Nitro finish. Oh, yeah, I know. They're arguing the ref. Who's going in the chamber? Find out next. Run with next. next. Yeah. But instead, Kurt said on, I don't know, some Facebook Somebody said on Facebook, yeah. Where he said, no, they'll both be in Elimination Chamber. Yeah. So that's good. I agree with you about Apollo Crews. It'd be cool if he would win. I was rooting for him at the yeah. end. I mean, it, the thing is, it would have been a telegraph, like, okay, well, we know you're not going to win, and you're probably going to be, like, the first eliminated. But they could have also done something really cool where, like, it could have ended up with Roman and, and Apollo, the least likely guy. You're making something really big out of I Apollo. Know. Nobody else looks bad. But it's Elimination Chamber. You need Finn and Seth in there. Yeah. But uh, I was I was really, I was like, yeah, oh, too. man, I really hope he pulls this off. Me too. So anyways. Fun show. A lot of fun. Yes. Uh, we answer some questions now? I think we should answer some questions. Unretired Dwayne Nix. Since it's a foregone conclusion that Roman Reigns will be Universal Champion after WrestleMania, if the rumors of Brock Lesnar possibly leaving WWE for UFC again become true, who would you guys like to see Reigns get in a post-Mania program with first, Bobby Lashley or Finn Balor? Oh, man. Well, here's the thing. Whoever he gets into a program with at first is is not going to win the title. So, I don't know. I think a good first program for Reigns would be The Miz. There you go. That's good. The Miz drops the IC title of Mania, gets into a program with Reigns for the mm-hmm. title. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. I like that. Ground works already there. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody else just to add to it. 
Um, Apollo Cruz after getting a monster push. That'd be great. Starts beating everybody. That'd be fantastic. Um, the Down Undertaker, Zach Parks. Power rank top five instruments. Is this going to work? Probably not. All right. We want to see Braun play and accidentally break It'll be down. really small. It'll right. be like small. We can't even you know, see. Oh, it's all in the there. corner. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping if he comes out with more instruments, I want a full one-man band type thing with bass drum. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe uh, 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 guitar. A harmonica thing right yeah, there. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. One-man band. Oh, that would be good. That's all of them then. Yeah, or a yeah. tuba. Or a tuba. Interesting. I That's like a large either or. brass instrument. Mm-hmm. I want him to borrow Dolph's like drum. Yeah. The big bass, bass drum. Bass yeah. drum, yeah. yeah. I'll do that. That's just part of the one man band thing, though. Um, you'd have that in his back. Well, yeah, that's on the back, though. Yeah, that's not just just the same. I know, but you have that plus a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> no, oh, look, band. that's my number one too. Good. I'm just offering other things. All right, well, if we had to break it down per instrument. All right, well, we need two more for a full power ranking. Spoon man, spoons, spoons. What do you mean spoons? Not terribly like visually, like a guitar or a, a double Are bass. Are you kidding me? Like you don't want to hear, you don't want to see him do it. No, 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 this is him playing it and using it as a weapon. Brown man, straw man. There you go, that's good and all. But come together with. He needs to use it as a weapon too. It's come together, get these hands. <laughs> Fight me. That's might be my number one now, I'll be honest with you. He's carry a, a full grand piano in on his back. Well, yeah, he's Braun Strowman. He's All right, like, grand right. piano. If, if nothing else, he can drag it with his grappling hook. Four. Yeah. With something else. What about didgeridoo? Is that is that the thing that goes bang? I was wow. literally. What does it look like? It's like a long. Oh, never mind. Stick. What's the little thing that has like a little wire thing that goes bang, bang, bang? Oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> I want one of those things. Anyway, spoons is number one answer. All right, fine. Remember that dude at AR who had the spoons? Spoon Man? Uh huh. wonder if he's still he's, around. he's in the stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you hear him singing. Yeah. Uh, oh, good idea. A couple of people suggest a theremin. Oh. Next question, Steve. Uh, James Rodriguez. Between Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle, wow, this got upvoted a lot. I had to explain upvoting to people, and then some of these are just getting upvoted like crazy. Yeah, I know that. Last awesome. one had 19 upvotes. Whoa. James Rodriguez with seven upvotes. Between Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle, who would you say is worse at promos today? And why do you think that is the case? It is Shane McMahon. Yeah, Kurt wasn't very good last night, though. No, but here's the thing. I don't care if Shane McMahon drops a CM Punk pipe bomb. I cannot, I cannot get into it because it always sounds like he's so congested. I can't deal with that. Yeah. Man. Uh, Kyle Robinson, powering por- uh, board games for Seth and Finn to play while sharing the pod. Oh, I really, that visual would be so amazing if they're just in there. Well, all, honestly, they just need a pack of cards. Just get a pack of cards. Yeah, play hard. Yeah. Connect four. <laughs> yeah. That's gaming getting real quick. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You know how much time you're going to have in there, so you can get a game in in a couple minutes. Who do you think would win? It's got to be Seth, right? He's the architect. He's the architect. Yeah, He's the architect. yeah. Right, exactly. Um, Rock paper scissors. Well, come on, that's just that's for little kids, man. But but Finn, instead of doing scissors, we do this. <laughs> ah, guns win every time. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hell, Here, let's do it real quick. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it <laughs> turns into a reservoir dog situation. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Does this. <laughs> oh, uh, Zach Fuller, since we saw the debut of Singing Braun tonight, power rank the best singers in WWE today that we know of. Braun's pretty good. Yeah, evidently, yeah, Braun, my goodness. Who else have we seen? Wasn't, see? wasn't the club okay when they were doing Oh, they're all right. I think they're okay. Let's speculate. Who do you think could be a good singer? Who I think is a good singer. Have we heard Xavier Wood sing? Uh, I mean, he sings the WW. I don't know. I don't know if I've heard him sing before. Um, I just had one on deck. Who was it? I guarantee you, John Cena is probably he, him and the Miz have had all that Hollywood training, so they're probably both. They can probably both carry a song of carry some a sort. Tune. I mean, as much as like The Rock could. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
But the the Rock has a very fairly uh, uh, melodic voice. Just, uh, just speaking voice, especially when he does promos. There's oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, melodic quality. Well, we know John Cena can rap. We know yeah, that true. much. So that's true. <clears throat> Um, Cody Miles, last night I truly realized that WWE are making stars again with Elias and Braun. That statement was very reminiscent of Rock and Austin, but it got me thinking, what would happen if they didn't split Braun from the Wyatts? Would Wyatt be a true main event monster? If so, which would you prefer? Bray is this generation's... Spoopy? I don't know what, I mean. I don't know what that means. Character or Braun now? Bray the, uh, Bray, Braun the way he is right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they, they did him absolutely perfect. Oh, yeah. Um, Richard Nathan sort of uh, oh someone says Chris Jericho he's a singer he sings in a band <laughs> oh yeah well he's in New Japan now uh, Richard Nathan says uh, what sounds who sounds worse on the mic and I've already answered this hold on Alex C Mickey James is a legit recording artist and we forgot about Aiden English oh yeah oh Aiden he's the, yeah the artist oh. Uh, Richard Nason, we already talked about this, but he he put this pretty funny. He says, who sounds worse on the mic? Shane with his constant sounds of nas- nasal congestion. Congestion, jeez. Or Kurt Angle when he takes 30 seconds to rehearse his promo during a commercial and screws up constantly. Man, so true. Eric, bass hit King Blaha. Who's having the harder time being part of the company, Paige or Daniel Bryan? Oh, Paige. If if what we've heard about that is it's true, true then Paige for sure, at least Daniel Bryan at this point has had time to kind of come to grips with it. And he also knows there's a light at the end of the tunnel come September, his contract's up. Yeah. Where and Paige still is under contract until 2019. And with Daniel Bryan, there's been like doctors who have said, mm-hmm. hey, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And he has to bide his time at this point. Concussions was like sort of a cloudy issue than having a busted neck. Yeah. That's, and she's only 25. Daniel Bryan's like, what, mid-30s? Yeah. I mean... It's got to be Paige. Man, that's horrible. That's so that's so bad. That's so horrible. And then kind of knowing that everybody knows, you know, mm-hmm. that's awful. Uh, Bry2J is WWE not getting enough credit for fan service. We finally have Woken Matt Hardy. Balor has formed Balor Club. Cena isn't being pushed down her throat as much. They're finally booking Reigns better, and they're getting serious pushes or giving serious pushes to new stars like Braun and Elias. I feel like we uh, we heard all of this year, all this a year ago, we would be pretty delighted. Thanks for all the work, friendos. Um, I think they we give them credit all the time these days. Like they get, you know. I think I mentioned this before with the AJ Finn match. I said, you know, they're like, I, and I, I, I have no idea if this is the case. I don't know, but it did kind of feel like that was a bit of a turning point for a couple things. In terms of giving us a bit more of what we wanted, mm-hmm. maybe it was in the plans the entire time. I'm not saying at all that, hey, they're listening to us or listening to fans or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it does feel like there's kind of this, man, we have all this stuff. Why don't we use it? You know, and it might be coincidental, like Matt Hardy had to get those trademarks cleared. Um, I mean, I don't know what the deal with Finn and Balor Club was. I think that had something to do with the two suite with AJ. Yeah, it could be. Um Shinsuke winning the, the Rumble, Rumble was big. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it does feel like they sort of woke up and were like, man, we've got all these great pieces. Why aren't we using them? Like, to or I also wonder, too, if they realize that Vince can have his huge part-time matches with, or matches with part-timers involved. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't preclude the company from also giving the com- the fans what they want to see. The hardcore fans. Like they, I mean, they have to realize. can have his way, and then Triple H can have his way. If you have one and a half million network subscribers... And like that's 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 who you, that's who you are. That's mm-hmm. who you are, you know. Um, but I, it might be it might also be a sign of, and we've heard this as well. Triple H is sort of continually amassing a bit more, you know, stroke power, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, creative freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vince doing the XFL thing. It would not surprise me if a lot of this was Triple H stuff. But you know, you never know. Braun's grappling hook. If Stephanie becoming the next Mr. McMahon rumor is true, who would be Stephanie's stooges like Briscoe and Patterson were for Vince? Okay. Um, Mr. McMahon. I mean, I, I don't want... I, Patterson and Briscoe were kind of bumbling. Yeah. I wouldn't, wouldn't want that to be the case, but imagine if Stephanie brought uh, Absolution. Yeah. With okay. Her, again, not bumbling. Make them legit. Yeah. Make them some legit kind of muscle for for you. I like bumbling. So give me Jamie Noble. Give me Jamie Noble and Fit Finley. That would be awesome. 
That would be great. I was just thinking Absolution would be great because it would give Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville some spotlight in a in a top of the card. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Line. Don't get me wrong, that'd be neat. I'd be into it. Just it just can be bumbling. Yeah, no. But if you did decide to go, give me Fit. I would love to see Fit Finley interact as a character right. with Jamie Noble. I think it's like a weird pairing. But then we saw Jamie Noble as J and J Security. We yeah, I know. That. I really liked it. <laughs> they just used him too much to get Seth over. Yeah, bugged the crap out of me. But I thought he was great as a character. Um, Taylor Sexton. Hey, friend. Those power rank wrestlers at the top and bottom of Gallows and Anderson Nerdometer. I mean, who's who's good brother for life? That'd be the bottom. Well, yeah, Finn, Finn obviously. AJ. Uh, yeah, Finn and AJ, for sure. I would say, I don't think there'd be any way they can call Shinsuke a nerd. No. You know, he went through war with them, or against them, mm-hmm. back in New Japan. So I would say Shinsuke's probably on the bottom. I mean, on the top, you know, I mean, as much as I love Titus Worldwide, they're kind of nerdy. Paula Cruz kind of strikes me as a bit of a nerd. Titus kind of strikes me as he's like a dad nerd, you know, full of dad jokes. And then Dana Brooke is literally a statistician. It doesn't get nerdier than that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Titus Worldwide is pretty high on the nerd right, right. right. Those guys. Um, I'm trying to recall who they have, in fact, called nerds. Well, last night, the revival. Of yeah. Because they're history nerds. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, well. Bray Wyatt's probably a nerd. He's got all that supernatural crap that it's like true. nerds like yeah. D&D stuff. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt's a nerd. Yeah. Elias is a band nerd. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, that's good. All right. All good stuff. All right. But then the club also did a, a couple musical numbers with Elias. Um, so yeah. Maybe he is closer to, to Good Brother for Life. <laughs> he just like saying Good Brother. I do. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, man. What a great question. Taylor Sexton. Giant Gonzalez. Andre the Giant. The Big Show. Well, Braun Strowman and Kevin Nash decide to start a band. What is it called? And uh, who plays earlier, what? I think, or someone said it earlier in chat. Get these bands. <laughs> All right. That wasn't me. That was somebody else. Yeah, somebody else. That's Get good. these bands. Get I these think bands. Said it in chat. I like it. That's good. Not my idea, but I don't remember who said it, so I can't source it properly. My apologies, mm-hmm. but that's a great idea. Oh, I I saw it earlier. I, remember, I can't find it right now. Um, someone asked, where would we be on the club's nerdometers? Uh, we have a pro wrestling podcast, and I want to be Max a, Nerd, and I want to be a comic book artist. Max so Nerd over oh, here. Oh, and I'm starting a Star Trek podcast. Oh my gosh, you break the meter. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least you're a baseball nerd. That's kind of cool. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> I'm a nerd of all the nerdiest things. Like, the only, the, line, the only line I've ever drawn in terms of being a nerd has been with, uh, like, role-playing games like oh, D&D. Yeah. yeah. have no idea how those works. But that's, I mean, I don't know if I'm smart enough to know how those things work. Yeah, I, I'm same. <laughs> 20-sided oh. dice. Steve Klein. What about Steve Klein? Yeah, oh. where do we gauge ourselves on Nerdometer? Okay. I want to make sure I found the question. Um, the Tapped House, second time patron, first time question asker. This is, ooh, this is intense. Stephen Larson, Book Raw, has succumbed to cosmic horror. Who's booked to drive the boat into Cthulhu's head? Who's booked to play the flute to keep Azavoth, the blind idiot god, dancing? Who's t- going to take care of the cats? What's, who's the outsider? Who who's got is the best that? dreams? Who's writing a letter telling us they're all dead? The Tapped House. The Tapped House I don't is know high any of that as shit. I don't know any of that means. Oh, let me read here. Uh, come to Who's booked to drive the boat into Cthulhu's head? Who's booked to play the flute to keep Azathoth, the blind idiot god dancing? Who's going to take care of the cats? Who's the outsider? Who's got the best dreams? Who's writing a letter tell us, telling us they're all dead? Well, I think I write better letters than you, so I'm going to do that one. I'll write an email saying that we're all dead. Who's got you the best dreams? I have some pretty wild dreams. You got some good dreams going. <laughs> what was that one? The, yeah. Fuma, the cat with the Fu Manchu? Yeah. You had a stepdad that was a cat. At night, turned to a cat with a blonde Fu Manchu, yeah. That's my favorite dream ever. You're going to take care of the cats because I'm not a huge fan of cats. I don't like cats. Oh. Well, I like Sorry, cats. Cats are okay. I like, I'm an animal guy. Who's the outsider? That one's easy. It's Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Yeah. Um... Who's going to take on Azathoth? He's a blind idiot. Well, I have better sight than you, so well, I, I mean, feel like, like that's well, an advantage. Book, we book Raw, so it could be wrestlers, too. 
Oh, oh, I thought it was just you and me. So who's booked to play the flute? Um, shit, I don't know. Who's got a good set of lungs on them? Well, Xavier Woods plays the trombone. There you go. Perfect. It's not a woodwind, but it's, it's a... Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's, it's, it's a wind. It's wind. Yes. And who's booked to drive the boat into Cthulhu's head? Kyrie Sane. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Uh, another first-time question asker. That was really confusing. From, interestingly enough, Larson's black cat stepfather. <laughs> I Kabon saw that. Great name. Uh, do you think we will get a WWE draft after Mania? He uh, says, there's been rumors of, of, of such. Yes, we're talking about that more in Dirt Sheet as more information hopefully comes to light. And uh, he says he would love to see Seth Rollins go to SmackDown. Stay tuned also for Count Out yeah. this weekend. That might be the subject of it. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe. 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 Um, Tommy T. Hey, friendos, my question is a genuine one. Is Kurt Angle a WWE guy or a TNA guy? Because while he starred in the WWE, of course, he spent his prime years in TNA. Yeah, he was in TNA longer than he was in WWE. That's true. I do think, though, that because he had such a storied start in the WWE, I personally consider him a WWE Because I never watched TNA. In my mind, he'll always be in WWE and only in WWE. Mm-hmm, There's yeah. just that 10 years where, I don't know, he just took a 10-year vacation and came back. How long was Sting in TNA? Mm, I don't know exactly. Probably like six years, something yeah, six, like that. Seven years, yeah. maybe. So it's not even a comparison with WCW. No, he's a WCW guy. He's franchise. Life. Um, yeah, no. He, I think he's a WWE guy. Yeah, I agree. He made the larger impact in the wrestling world while under WWE's employee. Therefore, he's a WWE guy. Um, yeah, like I, I think Steve Steve Austin was employed by WCW longer than he was with WWE. There's no doubt he's a WWE guy. Because he started out with WCW in the early 90s. It was cut, what, 95? Yeah. That might be a wash, but I mean... Yeah, yeah, it might be a wash, actually. Now that I think about it. I mean, he got to WWE in 96. Mm-hmm. Hung him up in 2003. And hung him up in 2003. So yeah, he's more of a WWE yeah, guy. Yeah. But I, I see your point. Um... Cool. You want to do play per view? Yeah. You got any yeah. ideas for shows? Not a one. Starcade last year, last time, didn't Not we? Not a one. I started to watch Starcade 1987 uh-huh. the other day. Um, it's pretty fascinating. It was the first NWA pay per view that ever was on pay. That was ever on pay per view. Yeah. And they did those uh, closed circuit locations. Yeah, yeah. That'd be interesting to go in one of those. Mm-hmm. Big projection. Like in the movie theater. I guess. Yeah. Um, and we got suggestions up? for shows in chat here. Backlash, isn't there? A, oh, isn't Backlash rumored to be like a, a dual? That's me. Okay, we'll do that. Backlash. Backlash. I'm gonna do Backlash 2013. Just see what pops up. We'll we'll go to backlash. backlash 1999. Was there a Backlash? Yeah. Then. Yeah, man. With. Wow, 12 matches. Hold on, history. I'm going to go to... There's four dark matches, so seven matches on the main card. Seven matches? Hold on. I'm gonna but go I can go up to 12. Goodbye. I'm gonna, let's see here. You said you can go up to 12? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, this is a ridiculously easy one. I'm going to go to, what are you doing? Backlash 99. 99. All right. Well, screw it. I'm just going to go with 2004. And I can go up to nine matches. All right. You good with that? Yeah. How do you have 12? 12 there is Sunday like Night Heat, man. <coughs> oh, gotcha. Okay. Hold on. Well, what is pay-per-view, first of all? We, we pick two pay-per-views and then see if the other person can figure out who won and who lost each match. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Test. Versus Viscera in a singles match. Test versus Viscera in a yeah. singles match? Yeah. Uh, test one. Wrong. Really? Yeah. King Mabel? Yeah. Went over? Correct. All right. Well, how about this? In a singles match, Matt Hardy, yes, versus Val Venus. Say Matt Hardy. Uh, you're wrong. Wow. Hello. Um, in a six-man tag match, we had The Brood okay. versus... 
Ministry of Darkness. Oh, what year is it? 99? Yeah. May I ask who is in the Ministry of Darkness? Um, this match, it was Bradshaw, Farouk, and Midian. <laughs> well, they're the C players, so the brood one. Wrong. Ah! Dang it. Woo! Ric Flair versus Shelton Benjamin. Ric Flair. Wrong. Shelton Benjamin. Um, Al Snow versus Hardcore Holly oh. in a match for the Hardcore Championship. Oh, crap. Uh, I'll go Hardcore Holly. No. Man, what is going on today? We're not doing well today, are we? In a singles match, Jonathan Coachman with Garrison Cade by his side versus Tajiri. I'll say Coachman. Very good. You are on the board. I'm on the board. Singles match for WBF Intercontinental Championship. Gold Dust with the Blue Meanie versus The Godfather. Who came in as champion? The Godfather. Godfather left as champion. Correct. In uh, a handicap match, Christian and Trish Stratus versus Y2J, the alpha Chris Jericho. I'll go with Jericho. Very good. Um, in a tag team match, determined number one contenders for the uh, tag team championships, we had Double J, Jeff Jarrett, okay. and Owen Hart Okay. against... Oh, you didn't know? The New Age Outlaws. I'm going to say Jeff Jarrett and Hart. No. Whoa. What was this for again? Number one contenders for tag team title. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Do you uh, have one? I have one. Wow. Next up, in a singles match for the WWE Women's Championship, the champion, Victoria, defended against Lita, the challenger. It's 2004? Yeah. Victoria. Very good. Next, in a broiler, boiler room brawl, well, the big show versus Mankind. Uh, Mankind. Yeah. It's his match. It's his match. You have to win it. In a hardcore match. All right. For the WWE Intercontinental Championship. All right. The champion, Randy Orton. Yeah. Defended against Cactus Jack. Oh, Orton. Orton. Next, singles match. X-Pac! X-Pac! Versus the game Triple H with China. Just a singles match? Yeah. Triple H yeah. one. <laughs> fool's not losing. Next up in a tag team action match, the Hurricane and Rosie uh-huh. versus La Resistance, Rob Conway and Sylvain Grenier. Uh, Hurricane and Rosie. Very good. Singles match, The Undertaker, Undertaker. versus... Ken Shamrock. <laughs> the Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> Singles match. Kane versus Edge. Edge. Yeah. He was even pushed to the moon back then. Yeah, man. Main event. No holds barred match for WWF title. The champion, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin what? versus The Rock. Backlash 2000. Oh, man. Who came in as champion? Stone Cold. He left as champion. Correct. Nice. So here's your last one. Right now we're... Oh, right now you're up by one. Yeah. Crap. Okay. So you won. Uh, a triple threat match All right. for the World Heavyweight Championship. All right. The champion, Chris Benoit, mm-hmm. versus the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H, who came out as World Heavyweight Champion. Triple H. Chris Benoit. Never bet against Triple H, though. Yeah. Just knew that. Anyways. Wow, what a thrilling play-per-view. You won by one point. One point. Thrilling to the very end. Thrilling. Very thrilling. Anyways. That's it for the show. Patrons, keep watching because we're going to still do some fun stuff. Yeah, we'll hang out for a bit. We'll hang out for a bit. Uh, Gypsy, can I get some music, please? There we go. Definitely playing. I can hear it. Definitely playing. Anyways, that's it for now. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.